The Direction Daily Gold Miners Index Bull and Bear 3X Shares ETFs. Trade under the ticker NUGT for the 3X Bull and DUST for the 3X Bear. These leveraged ETFs seek a return that is 300% of the performance of the NYSE ARCA Gold Miners Index for a single day. The Gold Miners Index holdings include names such as Barrick Gold, Newmont Mining, Franco Nevada, and Newcrest Mining, with index country weightings including Canada, Australia, United States, and South Africa. These are highly leveraged ETFs with daily resetting, designed for short-term trading, not long-term investing. To magnify your short-term perspective, whether you're a bull or a bear on gold miners, you choose the direction. For up-to-date pricing and performance, go to Direction.com. Index holdings are subject to change. Investing in the funds involves significant risk and should only be utilized by investors who understand the impact of leverage and actively monitor their portfolio. They are not designed to track the underlying index for more than a day before investing. Carefully consider a fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at Direction.com. Read carefully. Distributor Foresight Fund Services. If you're in the market for a new car, a smartphone, or a washing machine, a global shortage of computer chips could mean you have to wait a while longer and pay more. And while that's been bad news for consumers, it's been good news for the semiconductor industry and stocks tracking it, which are now among the top performing subsectors within technology. Coming up on today's program, we've got a semiconductor Lollapalooza with ETFs from BlackRock, Invesco, State Street Global, and Van Eck. Going head to head, so stick around. Welcome to TTF Battles. I'm Ron DeLegge. It's great to see you again. This is where we congregate on a weekly basis to analyze and judge ETFs based upon their investment merit. Now, be sure to subscribe to ETF Guide TV, and if you have a certain ETF battle matchup that you'd like to see, hit the comment section below or our Twitter feed, at ETF Guide. Be sure to give us your exact ETF ticker symbols. Here's today's trivia question. Which investing great said the following? The only investors that shouldn't diversify are those who are 100% right all the time. Was it A, Peter Lynch, B, Sir John Templeton, C, Ann Scheiber, or D, George Soros, the first viewer with the correct answer wins an ETF Battles coffee mug. So again, post your answer below in the comments section. Now, today's ETF Battle was requested by a viewer named Miles, and he got several likes, which tells us that there's strong interest in the semiconductor space and the ETFs tracking them. So thank you very much, Miles. We are looking so forward to today's contest. A growing number of manufacturers around the world are having trouble securing supplies of semiconductors, delaying the production and delivery of goods, and threatening to push up the prices paid by consumers. Now, the shortage is going from bad to worse, spreading from cars to consumer electronics. Here's the problem. Because the bulk of chip production is concentrated in a handful of suppliers, analysts warn that the crunch is likely to last through the rest of 2021. And today's ETF battles is a quadruple header between SOXX, SMH, and PSI, along with XSD. So which of these ETFs is a best play on semiconductor stocks? Well, you're about to find out. Judging today's matchup is a formidable duo. We've got Jessica Ferringer, an ETF analyst with ETF.com, and Dave Krinsis, Chief Investment Officer at ETF Portfolio Management, judges Great to see you. Welcome back. Hey, guys. Jessica, it's very nice to meet you. Welcome to ETF Battles. 
Hey, Ron. Hey, Dave. So the four battle categories are cost, exposure, strategy, performance, and then we got our mystery battle category. Now, for the mystery category, our judges can choose that single factor or multiple factors that they feel are material to support their arguments. And who knows? The mystery battle category could end up deciding which of these four ETFs wins today's battle. I've got the scorekeeping chores, and we're going to go through each of these categories one at a time. Judges are going to pick their favorite ETF in each respective category. They can also opt for a split decision, nominate a wild card, or protest. It's completely up to them. Let's start with the first category, cost. Dave, you're up. Please get us started. Well, semiconductors are the core of technology, which drives global growth. So this battle is important. And it's also about aggressive growth exposure within a diversified portfolio. On cost, these semiconductor funds range from 35 to 57 basis points, or about half of 1%. And given the risk and return in passive aggressive growth ETFs, cost is often immaterial. So in my opinion, the cost category here is a Rondeleggi favorite split decision. Split decision. Look at that. All right, Dave, thank you very much for that analysis. Let's shift to Jessica. How do you see it in terms of cost? Yeah, so looking at cost, uh, SMH and XSD are tied for the lowest expense ratio at 35 basis points. Um, so there is a clear winner if you look at the average spread, though. So of these two ETFs, SMH is the larger fund. It stands at over $6 billion in AUM, and the average daily volume is considerably higher, which means it has a very tight spread, um, about 0.01% as compared to 0.1% for XSD. So SMH is my choice in the cost category. SMH is your winner. Thank you very much, Jessica. Next up is exposure strategy. So, Jessica, which of these uh, four ETFs uh, stands out? Yeah, so all of these strategies are passive, all obviously taking a look at the semiconductor industry. There are some minor differences between the funds in terms of weighting, um, you know, whether they allow ADRs, but all of the funds are highly concentrated and there's a lot of overlap between the holdings. So here I like XSD strategy the most, and this is because it tracks an equal weighted index of pure play semiconductor companies. Um, that means you avoid the high concentrations in a single name that you see in SOX. It has nearly 11% in NVIDIA or SMH has about 14% in Taiwan Semiconductor. The top 10 names in XSD make up about a third of the portfolio, um, whereas in the three other strategies, you're looking at nearly half or even up to two thirds of the portfolio in the top 10 names. So given that these are just semiconductor ETFs, you already have so much industry risk. I think it's best to try and remove as much company-specific risk as possible. So I like XSD's equal-weighted approach. Thank you, Jessica, for your analysis. Dave, you're up next. How do you see it in terms of exposure strategy? For exposure and strategy, these semiconductor ETFs track many of the same companies, as Jessica mentioned. However, SOX and SMH have the most NVIDIA which I like because NVIDIA has been a top stock trend. And SMH does have some foreign exposure, but overall, I call the exposure a SOX and SMH split decision. All right. I got you split decision between SOX and SMH. Thank you, Dave. We next move to performance where it really gets interesting. Dave, how do you see it in uh, today's contest? Well, performance is the most important category. Both SOX and SMH appear favorable long-term. And at ETFPM, our active portfolios are currently trading semiconductors through SOX. 
SOX L for three times leverage, and NVIDIA. However, for passive investors, our investable benchmark portfolios do not use semiconductor ETFs. So in general, for passive satellite aggressive growth exposure, we typically favor leading diversified three times index ETFs and cryptocurrencies. Over the past decade, the S&P 500 three times SPXL returned almost 28 times your money. Unleveraged semiconductors gave you just 10 times return. And the NASDAQ 100 three times TQQQ, which we call the American Dream ETF, it delivered a breathtaking 108 times return. And the top cryptocurrency trusts are in a shocking league of their own. Over the past 6.4 years, the Bitcoin trust GBTC gave you an 80 times return. GBTC delivered 19 times the gain in unleveraged semiconductors. And lastly, over the past 1.7 years, ETHE returned almost 11 times your money, which was 13 times the gain from semiconductors. So I give the satellite growth performance win to wildcards ETHE, GBTC, TQQQ, and SPXL. That's four dynamic wildcards for you. And given their absence in this battle, I call the performance category another SOX and SMH split decision. Wow. Did you just drop a quadruple header for (laughs) – you just dropped a wild card quadruple header on us is what just happened. It's based on the market data. That's what the market's saying. Okay, very good. Well, listen, those are some mind-boggling numbers. Thank you very much, Dave, for giving us some context. Jessica, you're up for performance. How do you see it? Yeah, so I'm going to keep it a little more straight and narrow here. Um, You know, when it comes to performance, I don't really think there's a clear winner among these four ETFs. Um, You know, since I said a lot of the names overlap between them, the performance of the funds has really tended to move together. Now, there are some periods where one of the strategies will lag or lead. Um, For example, if we look at year to date, XSD is a bit of a laggard, um, but we're talking about just a few percent, uh, nothing significant. And then if you you widen that a little bit and you look at the trailing one year or two year time frame, that performance difference goes away. Um, There's even some time periods where it's leading. Um, But overall, these funds are really moving with a pretty high correlation to one another. So it's a four way split decision for me. All right. I got you down as a split decision on uh, all four ETFs. Thank you very much, Jessica. Next up is the mystery battle category where our judges can pick that single factor or multiple factors to influence or or make their arguments rather and uh, persuade us is what I'm trying to say. So Jessica, what is your mystery battle category and who wins it? Yeah, so for mystery category, I'm going to go with ESG rating. Uh, The semiconductor industry is exposed to quite a bit of ESG risk. Um, It requires mining precious and rare earth metals. Uh, The production process itself actually requires quite a bit of water. And then you also have some social risk elements like uh, potentially unsafe working conditions. So I think ESG and sustainable investing, it's really an area where people are starting to pay attention and it's, it's pretty relevant here. Um, so PSI and XSD, they have triple B ESG ratings from MSCI, and that's several notches lower than either SOX or SMH, which both have triple A ESG ratings, and that's the highest possible rating. But if you dig into the actual scoring, SMH has the highest numerical score. It's currently a 9.63 out of 10. So SMH is my choice for the mystery category, uh, which is ESG ratings. Thank you very much, Jessica. Dave, you're up next for your mystery battle category. What is it and who wins it? 
Ron, my mystery category is always a sure thing because investors are far more likely to catch the best investment opportunities available when they get the position size right. Given these historic trends, we believe investors often don't necessarily need extra exposure to semiconductors. You get semiconductors in the S&P and the NASDAQ 100, and adding satellite cryptocurrency exposure to your portfolio was far more beneficial in recent years. For passive investors, we typically favor a 2 to 6% satellite aggressive growth allocation divided evenly between ETHE and GBTC. All that said, for the ETFs in this battle, I call the position weighting category another split decision. Okay, thank you very much, Dave. And now we'll give our judges a final opportunity to give us their overall battle winner. Dave, give it to us. So to recap this semiconductor family feud, I do love semiconductors, Soxel, and NVIDIA, but even leveraged semiconductors were no match for the crypto trusts. Bitcoin was by far the world's fastest asset to reach a $1 trillion market cap, getting there in just 12 years. And Ethereum is on track to shatter Bitcoin's historic record. The top cryptocurrencies are now must-own allocations, in my opinion. Still, we caution investors to be very careful with risk assets, crypto, and leverage, given their extreme volatility. Just be sure to have an appropriate position size and risk control process. And for this satellite aggressive growth battle, I give the win to Wildcard Ethereum Trust, ETHE. And between these semiconductor ETFs, I'll call it a SOX and SMH split decision. Thank you, Dave. Jessica, your final opportunity to weigh in with your overall battle winner. Yeah, so to me, we've gone through all these categories and um, just looking at the four semiconductor ETFs, there's not really a huge difference when it comes to these funds. Um, as I mentioned, some minor differences when we look at their portfolio construction, but significant holdings overlap and they all generally move in lockstep. So for that reason, um, to me, cost becomes the most important metric. And I'm going to have to say SMH is my choice for the overall. Okay, very good. Thank you, Jessica. So according to my battle scorecard, our judges have spoken and uh, this is a split decision, and it's a three-way split between SOX, SMH, and then we had a wild card with Dave preferring cryptocurrency trust ETHE, which tracks Ethereum. That was his choice for satellite portfolio exposure, feeling that it's even more important to get that exposure over semiconductors. And uh, Jessica, of course, making her argument with her ESG uh, take on uh, on this battle, uh, along with, uh, you know, choosing SMH. She also mentioned that XSD, she liked that particular ETF for its equal weighting, but you know what? It wasn't good enough uh, for that particular ETF to even come close uh, in this battle. But again, some great points that each of our judges raise in this very important industry sector that really impacts all of us on a daily basis, semiconductors. So we appreciate uh, you, again, judges, weighing in. Also, a thank you to Miles for sending us this ETF battle request. And again, for the rest of our audience, if you have a specific ETF battle you'd like to see, hit us up on Twitter, at ETF Guide, or give us your ticker symbols in the comment section below, and we will get to it. Thanks for watching another episode of ETF Battles. It's been a blast. Again, great job, Dave and Jessica, uh, for breaking it down for us. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Thanks, guys. Happy battles.
We'll see you on the next episode of ETF Battles. I'm Ron DeLegge. We'll see you next time. The Direction Daily Gold Miners Index Bull and Bear 3X Shares ETFs. Trade under the ticker NUGT for the 3X Bull and DUST for the 3X Bear. These leveraged ETFs seek a return that is 300% of the performance of the NYSE ARCA Gold Miners Index for a single day. The Gold Miners Index holdings include names such as Barrick Gold, Newmont Mining, Franco Nevada, and Newcrest Mining, with index country weightings including Canada, Australia, United States, and South Africa. These are highly leveraged ETFs with daily resetting designed for short-term trading, not long-term investing. To magnify your short-term perspective, whether you're a bull or a bear on gold miners, you choose the direction. For up-to-date pricing and performance, go to direction.com. Index holdings are subject to change. Investing in the funds involves significant risk and should only be utilized by investors who understand the impact of leverage and actively monitor their portfolio. They are not designed to track the underlying index for more than a day before investing. Careful to consider a fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at Direction.com. Read carefully. Distributor Foresight Fund Services.